It's episode 26 today, and we're going to be looking at the question, who do you think you are? I think I've spent an awful lot of time kind of unconsciously preparing for this question, worrying that I'm going to be asked this question, um, and being afraid of not having a good answer. So uh, today, exploring this question with me today is uh, is Abigail Rebecca, the, the founder of Illuminated Leaders. It's, it's great to have you on the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's, uh, I'm so excited to be here with you today. Yeah, this is this is a really good one. I know we were just chatting before before we went live, and I'm um, not all of my guests are quite as experienced as um, as Abby here, so it's going to be an interesting one for me as well. Um, oh, I'm kind of feeling oh no, feeling feeling, feeling slightly nervous myself about like whether I do it right. Um, so uh, yeah, we shall see. Um, but yeah, so if you're new to the show, um, delightful descent is really about those kind of hidden beliefs and implicit stuff and the stuff that can really trip us up um, because it's just there it's just part of the furniture and it gets in the way of doing things differently and doing things how we want to do thing do them um, this show might well give you some tips about specific ideas that can that can help you with that and uh, specific things that might be helping you back but more importantly what i want to do is really normalize this process of challenging these things getting these ideas out there and thinking about these things in a different way so hopefully it'll give you some ideas about how you can go out there and challenge some ideas and think about things differently yourself um it's delightful dissent because yeah it is about actually standing up and saying, no, I disagree. This isn't quite right. I don't, I don't see the world this way. But doing so in a positive way, in a fun way. And it doesn't have to be about winning and proving yourself completely right. It's much more of an exploration and uh, just seeing what happens. And on that topic, this show is genuinely live. Um, so stuff may go wrong. Um, if anything happens, please do bear with us if we get any technical issues or anything. Um, we also, you know, we, we often talk about some quite personal things. So there may be challenging topics that come up. There may be things that, that you find difficult. So please be warned about that. Equally, um, there may be strong language. So um, if that's an issue for you, then, then please be warned as well. We're not looking for perfect answers here. Um, it's really about asking questions, uh, asking questions for yourself, uh, asking and equally asking us questions. So if you have any questions, please do share them in the chat uh, and we'd be very happy to explore them and, and bring your stuff in. Um, so yeah, I, I well, I was reintroduced to uh, to Abby a, a few weeks ago because um, we've met before, um, and to my shame, I I, I hadn't actually recognised the name though. When, when we got speaking, I kind of remembered. I'm, I'm it's a it, it's a it's a thing for me. I, I I kind of remember people by what they do and how they what they talk about and what they love rather than their names, which which is good and bad. <laughs> um, it causes some awkwardness sometimes. But I was really struck by. Um, how she's so much, very much herself um, and has this really lovely presence, but in a way that doesn't prevent anyone else from being that way and doesn't prevent anyone else from being themselves. And that, so often people with a kind of strong presence kind of can be overwhelming and it can feel like there isn't space to be you as well as them. But I was really struck by the, how she manages to be both of those things and have, have her own strong presence and give space to others. So I was really keen to get her on the show today. Um, so yeah, I, I think I've been talking for long enough now. So could I ask you to describe a little bit about your work and the, the people that you work with, please? Yeah, it's a pleasure and thank you so much for that. Like I'm so touched by that, Matthew, thank you. And I, 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 you don't remember me. I remember you. Like her, you really stood out. I remember you being so friendly and um, personable. And you, like I, yeah, I remembered you for for being that. And I think what you're doing on this show is just incredible. You know, bringing people on and having like, dis, you know, having conversations that you know that are important, really, really important. So, thank you so much for having me on the show. So, uh, well, you've you've already introduced me. So, um, my name is Abby. I am um, I'm a visibility coach. I'm a stylist. I'm a speaker. I'm the founder of Illuminated Leaders, and I empower visionary entrepreneurial women to be highly visible in the Aquarian Age. Um, and I, I'm not going to go into too much detail about what the Aquarian Age is. You can Google it and find out. But, you know, I'm sure that um, we're all aware that we are moving into a new age. We're moving into a new paradigm. You know, the way that we um, 
the way that we build relationships, the information that we have access to um, is completely different to how it was years ago. Um, we are moving away from hierarchical structures and more into collaboration and relationship building. And, um, and I really, really stand for um, women stepping forward and taking more of a leadership role, but using their own like juiciness like you know their own kind of like womanly superpowers we as women are really good at relationship building and collaboration and manifesting um, and nurturing and i think that those skills have been seen um definitely in the past maybe in more patriarchal times as you know kind of soft skills um and i'm all for kind of bringing that to the front and you know um really empowering women to be more visible so that they can actually go out there um with a voice and and feel more confident um in what they have to say so i really stand for that i really stand for empowering everyone really in this world to you know live how healthier, wealthier, happier lives. Mm. So that's what I do. And I coach and I um, host retreats um, and I speak on stages and I have a good time doing it all. Excellent. I love it. And I really like that idea of, you know, empowering without taking away from other people. You know, I think that's oh, yeah. a really lovely way to approach it. And that, that, you know, that idea that you're not, it's not about like replacing, it's about complimenting and growing and that's that's it that, that, that's a really uh really nice nice way to to approach something that's actually quite you know there, there is a it, it's a it's a difficult thing to stand up in front of people and to be visible when particularly when that's not like when there's some aspect of you that isn't a normal one of those you know that 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 you know when you're not when it's not expected and when you haven't been rewarded for it in the past so yeah, no, it's it's great. So um, before we get into the actual kind of discussion and uh, in, into the assumption, I like to ask my guests to share a quote um, with uh, that kind of supports their position or gives us a bit of a different perspective. So have you got something that you'd like to share with us? I do. Yes. Um, my quote is, um, once you learn how much you're worth, you'll stop giving people discounts. And I've no idea who did that quote who said it in the first place but i love it and i think it's brilliant and i think it really stands for um everything that we're speaking about today um certainly everything that i do in my work um and you know so many incredible women uh, people in this world that do the same kind of work you know it's about empowering ourselves it's about really um owning our own voice and our own opinions and really learning to uh, respect ourselves and to consider ourselves worthy of all the abundance mm. um, in the world you know to be healthy to be happy to be wealthy it's our birthright and I just think you know there are so, there are a lot of people in this world that are just brilliant they're so incredible they've got such amazing gifts but they hold back because there are worries that they have about, you know, what other people think about them, what other people will say, you know, being judged, um, who's going to listen to what I say, you know, there's so many limiting beliefs and doubts that we have. Um, so this is really a, a conversation around self-love and worthiness. Mm. Mm. I think it's a really interesting one as well for me, you know, kind of the mind immediately jumps to to money, but actually there's something around discounting you know, giving yourself away um, cheaply, uh, you know, and not valuing your time and your energy and your attention and all of those other aspects and your joy and, and you know, as well as, as and perhaps more importantly than just the, the, the money side of things. For me, I, I love the, you know, I, I love that approach and it is, it is such a, such a big thing, uh, particularly when, when you end up working, when the, um, when the normal boxes don't fit. You know, when, when there isn't a, a direct pathway and you, it's almost like a sense, you know, I, I, I feel the sense on this that you have to earn the right, you know, there, there's definitely something there about like earning, earning it and who do you think you are really plays into that. You know, the question that we're looking at is like, is who, who are you to, to do this, to say this, to charge this, to do that, you know, it's like, who do you think you are to do this? And, and that definitely is a voice that's, that's there kind of that is still there a little bit for me uh interestingly um so yeah but what but what does it mean to you what was it that made you want to to talk about this specifically today 
I think it, uh, certainly I can relate to everything that you've been saying. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I think about really the journey that I've been on and the journey that I help others through, you know, and um, really this whole um, holding back from being your true authentic self from really being yourself and showing yourself um we were we were talking when we first connected actually offline a few weeks ago you know we were talking about the masks about the mm. masks that we put on mask upon mask upon mask um and you know i think as human beings we are capable of so much and this really is an, an an incredible life. It's an incredible experience. Um, and we can decide whether, you know, it's going to be a, a good experience or whether it's going to be a bad experience. We have the choice to do that. But we also have the choice, you know, about whether we, you know, what we want to create in our lives. And it really, um, it's a real passion of mine to help people overcome any blocks that are, are, are stopping them, uh, you know, are holding them back and, you were just talking about, you know, about discounts. It's not just about money. No, it's not. It's not, you know, it's it's about, you know, when you think about the word wealth, you know, it's not just money. It's health. It's time. It's energy. Hmm. Um, and, and to stop giving your energy away and to stop giving your time away and stop, you know, um, being self-deprecating and putting yourself down and, you know, talking shit about yourself and all the things that we do as humans. You know, all the things that society expects us to be, you know, you can't be too confident, you can't love yourself too much, you can't be too loud, you can't be too clever, you can't be too beautiful, you can't be too sexy, and I'm like, well, no, like, these are the restraints that society have put us on, and these voices inside our head, you know, like, the who do you think you are, like, I just think about it from school, like, who does mm. she think she is, you know, and I've not only been on the receiving end of that, I've also said it myself. Who she thinks she is, mm. you know, like it's a real put down, and it's a that's a real put down as well that women use against other women. Mm. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of hurt. Um, there's there's a lot of hurt, and there's a lot of healing to be done in this world. Mm. Relationship healing between women and women, men and men, men and women, you know, human to human. Mm. Um, and I'm just. The, the reason that I do this work is that I, I'm just really excited to be part of that, to be part of the revolution, to be part of the movement and to support people as we move into this new paradigm, this new world, this mm. age of Aquarius. Mm. Exciting. It is. I think for me, I think there's also, in my experience, is that there's, there's an inward healing as well as, as the external relationships and that, that inner you know, because a, a lot of this does end up inside us, our previous experiences, and you kind of play it out if you don't heal it. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess you, you can play it out in the outside world. It's this 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 thing, you know, your in, inside world and outside world kind of reflect one another in many ways. And that can actually be quite the, quite the difficult thing, you know, if it's if it's if you if you are seeking to change things and seeking to change things, you know, stuff shifts when you do it. And and there's going to be change inside and change outside at the same time or as part of the same work. It's um it's and, and that can be, I guess, one of the things where we push up against this barrier where we're starting to people expect a certain thing from us. You know, they expect us to do a thing or they expect us not to do a thing, and then we don't do it, or we do do it, and then we're like, well, who? what <laughs> you know and that's a challenge for people um i think that's actually one of the big you know one of the big resistances to this is like we, we expect a certain type of people person to be allowed to do a certain thing in some ways um it's a very strange idea when i actually say it out loud but it's definitely there <laughs> yeah yeah and it's definitely a reflection you know another one of my favorite sayings and i use it all the time on my website i like i'm always banging on about it you know when i'm speaking is that you know your thought your your results are a reflection of how you're feeling inside mm. for sure like any result that you're unhappy with in your life anything you look inside yourself mm. yeah this mm. whole like the, the whole world is like it's all it's all made up <laughs> it's like it's just it's just um it, it's it's just a fact it's it's not a reality like you know our experiences 
happen inside of ourselves so you and I can ha go somewhere and have you know I use the analogy of going on a roller coaster you and I can go on a roller coaster ride and exactly the same ride sat next to each other and you could be there throwing throwing you I don't know do you like roller coasters no <laughs> okay well both of us will be because <laughs> I hate them as well well, both of us could be like on one side screaming. But someone else will be loving it. Yeah. <laughs> and there'll be somebody else that'll be like, yeah, like my partner cared. He'll be like at the front, like, woo. Um, and, you know, so it's exactly the same experience, but how we're relating to it is it's happening to us inside. So, so we decide how we're going to experience something. And then the filters that we use as this is a good experience or it's a bad experience or I'm happy about this or I'm unhappy about this, the filters of, of you know, what we decided when we were younger, you know, mm. that we, we determined all of this when we were younger, we've inherited it from our parents, we've inherited it uh, uh, down the ancestral line. So a lot of our opinions of this world, we didn't even decide ourselves. It was decided, you know, so very often we are living our lives based on the opinions of somebody else. Mm. Now, when you can break out of that, that's incredible. It's incredible feeling because then you're like, well, I can create whatever I want. I can design whatever I want. I don't need to conform to somebody else's opinions or, you know, somebody else's identity of me. Mm. I can do whatever the hell I want. I can create whatever the hell I want. I can, you know, within reason, without highly offending anyone, I can say whatever I want. Mm. And it's so liberating to set yourself free from that. So liberating. Mm. I think for me, one of the big, one of the, the perhaps the, kind of slightly circular thing to say, but the things that surprises me is actually that I kind of surprise myself now. Um, perhaps more, almost more than other people. I kind of, I guess I've kind of got these, was definitely carrying other people's expectations and was like, well, this is what I am because this is what other people think I am. You know, because we we don't experience, we, we, we don't really experience ourselves as other people do. So we take these guesses as to, to, to you know, how they're experiencing us and then what we are on some level. And so I'm, you know, I, I, I'm definitely thinking, yeah, actually, I, I, I kind of surprise myself sometimes now. It's one of the really nice things. It's like, whoa, yeah. And, and actually, yeah, I probably am surprising other people sometimes as well. But actually, the, the really rewarding bit is, is my own experience of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice to surprise yourself. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that 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 ability to be surprised and to be surprising is definitely part of this. Mm. You know, the 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 certainly in work, um, that need for predictability is really really high. Very often, you know, organisations only feel safe, and some people only feel safe when things are absolutely predictable and they know exactly what they're going to get, even if it isn't very good. <laughs> it's mm. like it matters more that we predicted it right and we figured it out and we know what's going to happen than whether it's good or not. Mm. that's why I can't like that's why I don't work in corporate <laughs> yeah like I just I, I it's so old paradigm I just can't bear it I can't bear it you know that's why I'm like like mega into cryptocurrency at the moment because it's like it's breaking out of all the systems it's like t it's it's completely out of our comfort zones it's so volatile who knows what's happening but there's kids like in their bedrooms that are like becoming billionaires because they're like you know, trading on crypto or they're like, you know, doing TikToks and becoming an influencer and then being sent like loads of money, you know, by companies to promote their products or they're starting up their own tech companies. Like everything has just been thrown out the window. It's so unpredictable. And we, I, I, it's, I, I feel it's so important for us to be able to upgrade our brains, especially at our age. I mean, I'm just turned 47. Right. So I'm a child of the 70s. I was not brought up with a phone in my hand. You know, these kids that are coming up now, they're, they're programmed in a different way. It's fascinating. Like they're on it. They're on it. But like, you know, what about us? What about our generation? Certainly a lot of the women that I work with, you know, they're in the 30s, 40s. So, you know, a lot of this is like, how do we change you know, the way that we operate, the way that we see the world in, in order mm. to be able to keep up with this, because 
technology is like it's it is so progressive it's moving so quickly so how mm. can we you know take all of that in and and you know like de like develop develop ourselves develop our brains and you know to continually learn continuously learn i think mm. is what keeps us young Mm, absolutely in rut, it's when we're so worried about other people's opinions and we have to be a certain way and you know we can't be this and we can't be that and you know we're so judgy of other people and in turn we're judging ourselves that to me is like complete death like you might mm. as well like come on like learn learn, learn. <laughs> even if you make loads of mistakes and feel ridiculous when you're doing it like i just you know i i i feel equally alive and um empowered and excited and equally like stupid and like old and you know when i'm learning but it does keep us alive yeah i, I think that 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 feeling or the lack of that feeling i i certainly like and it's really interesting because i i often find myself working with people I work with people across most age ranges, but there's definitely a middle ground in that 30s, 40s kind of space as well for me. It feels like that's the point where a lot of people are looking around and saying, wait a minute, all this stuff that I was promised, all this stuff I thought was going to happen, hasn't happened, probably isn't going to happen. So... <laughs> What do I do? You know, well, I don't know what to do. I think that's a really, really interesting question for me. It's like, well, you know, it's like, well, we don't know what to do. It's one of those really funny things. No one really knows what to do. Anyone tells you that they know what to do is probably trying to sell you something. Mm -hmm. um, and, but that being able to explore that, and like you say, the liberation of the expectation and not having to worry about that is, is so freeing um, in all sorts of ways. Yeah, I think it's it, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I was gonna say? Yeah, it's it's um, it's a it's a it's fa it's fascinating. I think that when you do get to that age where you just start to question everything, and I think it's important for us to question everything. Mm. You know, to not to not believe everything that is told to us, to not mm. believe everything that is out there, to go and, you know, do your own due diligence and then make an informed decision. Obviously go out and, you know, get all the facts, but also make an informed decision. And, you know, that very often that can be the exact process that can just set us off on a trajectory. And, you know, I left, I, I didn't leave corporate until five years ago. You know, I feel like, the last five years has been like a lifetime because of you know all this all the knowledge all the new ideas the way that i've grown i'm like a completely different person you know inside and outside mm. um, so yeah we're we're all on this um incredible uh, journey and experience together and mm. and uh, and um to actually allow the worries about other people's opinions to hold us back from you know having the biggest and best experience in this life um i think is a you know it's a real it's a real shame mm. so i'm all for breaking free of that because i was certainly held back and restrained by it for a long long time mm. yeah it's interesting when I, I reflect on my own experience of of, of leaving the the kind of normal path and i had this 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 feeling that almost like time was running away with itself and that, that not very much was happening every year and it was all starting to blur into quite a samey thing and since i took to similar you know left uh, left left large organizations and left the the well-defined path that yeah definitely if i look back it, it does feel like a lifetime even though it's only been for me, only a couple, but just a two and a half years. So half the mm. time you've been doing it. So yeah, it's a, it's an amazing, uh, amazing thing. I think that that relationship between how we're kind of feeling and experiencing ourselves, and how we're feeling and experiencing the world, and how other people experience us. Because I think that's the other bit of this. You know, is is the the who do you think you are? The authority figure that's standing there and going like, you know, you need to justify yourself. Is what is actually. The strange thing is, I've you know, it's 
it's it's like when you worry about what people think about you too much you know when you when you worry about it when you kind of focus on it actually it's harder for people to relate to you and harder for people to see their see you in your kind of full wonderfulness than if you're not worrying about it it's it's a strange thing so actually weirdly i i'm i i also feel less challenged to justify myself now less regular you know, people don't do that now you kind of there's a kind of energy thing a project you know you kind of people know when they can do that and when it's actually when someone's grounded enough and okay enough in themselves that that then it, it's it's not going to work somehow it's not going to be they're not going to feel little when they're gonna they're gonna get a difficult answer back mm. <laughs> instead yeah. so yeah yeah i think it's definitely it's all a, i think you know the way that we communicate as humans it's all about energy yes we use words and body language and of course that's all got a factor in but it's about but we can read each other really really easily you can go into a room and you can read you can read the energy of the room, even if you don't think you can, like we will pick up on things. So I think that there's definitely a certain energy and vibration to somebody who uh, really um, knows themselves, who really knows themselves, who understands themselves, who've done the work, who've got over, you know, the, the shame, the crap, the limiting beliefs, who've you know forgiven all the people that you know we think that have you know have got <laughs> need to be forgiven and you know just just done all that work and that that inner work really is about um just feeling really at one with ourselves and really um having unwavering faith in ourselves and the process mm. so at one with you know what i call it the universe so you know i like to work with the universe i manifest with the universe i'm like in the universal flow like you know i'm a good manifester whatever i want to send out will come back into me and but there is a there's a certain there's a certain energy around that a self-assuredness and people mm. can read that mm. so so people will know instinctively whether you know, you're someone to be reckoned with or not, someone to be respected or not, someone, you know, that they're going to be able to control or dominate or not. Mm. Um, and it all come, all of this comes down to our relationship with ourselves. It's our relationships with ourselves that is healed first. And then in turn, we can then go and, you know, heal and, and have that wonderful relationship with, with, with others. For sure, it's a spiritual journey. Mm. Absolutely. It's one of the really interesting things I came to as, as I was exploring this for myself is actually how much people take your word for it. You know, they, 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 they do just take your word for how you feel about yourself. They'll, they'll, they'll start from that as a position, largely, mm. in how they relate to you. And so if you... If you do have, you know, and and I think this is one of the really... this this I'd actually like to get into this next, really, is is... It's all very well us saying this, um, but beliefs aren't, it's not enough for us to say you don't have to do this. It's actually quite significant work very often to shift beliefs and move beliefs and work with them. We can't just believe something different. We mm. can't just through, through force of will. We can try. I don't think it's a very healthy way to approach it personally. And you can get some of the way there, and, and but, but, but actually there's something more kind of whole more gentle in a way um that, that that feels like how we how we work with this so i'd really like to explore with you how you know if someone's resonating with with a lot of this and thinking well okay i i, I feel this is this is something that this feels like an issue this feels like something for me what can they start to do how can they how could they start to to work with this how can they start to explore this yeah, well, I mean, in my in my experience, in my own experience, and also, you know, talking into the experience of uh, the entrepreneurial women um, that I help through this very process, I think a, an important factor in this and changing the way that we think about ourselves or changing the way that we think about a certain situation is that is to experience it. Mm. So it's so it is it's an experience experience so mm. it's not 
there's so many amazing books out there and there's so many amazing videos that you can watch and you know you will learn stuff from it but actually to to create that shift within ourselves it's to be experienced so how do we do that well we we start to look for ways that we can start to feel differently about ourselves um i think the first thing um, really is, you know, the, the first step to really making any change is, first of all, to get very, very crystal clear about what you want to achieve and the reasons why. So why, you know, why do you, what do you want to create in your life? You know, so if you're watching this and you're like, okay, I resonate with this. I want to create a shift in my life and I want to do something differently and I want to stop worrying about the opinions of others and have a voice. And well, why do you want to do that? What's your reason? What's your why? You know, there's that great um, TED talk by Simon Sinek, Know Your Why. Yeah, so start with your why. You can Google that and watch it on YouTube and it's great. It's only about 20 minutes, but it really helps you to understand, um, you know, the, 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 the whole process of going through change and getting to a goal that you want to achieve is to really understand why you want to do it. So you've got your why, you understand that. And then, uh, and, and then it's really sort of looking at, um, looking for ways that you can create more joy and bliss in your life. You know, so like what, what, what is it that like, I, you know, I love to meditate. I love to go running. I love Kundalini yoga. I love to do sound baths. I love to, um, you know, do sacred ceremony and work with shamans. Um, I'm like, you know, super attuned to the moon and love to do like full moon ceremonies and things like that. Like, these are the things that kind of float my boat and get me like, you know, my juices flowing and make me feel really good about myself. I think that if you can look for experiences in your life that bring you joy, that make you feel really good about yourself, automatically you will start to feel better about yourself. You will start to feel mm. confident about yourself. And um, one of the things that I was teaching actually on a course the other day was um, shadow boxing. Oh. And I don't know if you've ever boxed um, or you've ever done any boxing training. So I used to... Um, I used to go and work out with this amazing guy. It was actually, um, it was actually in your neck of the woods, just in Hove. Um, there's a gr there's a great gym down on the seafront by the the sports centre by the swimming baths. Oh yeah. And um, I used to go and I got it into my head. I was working with um, I was working with some people that were really into like mixed martial arts, and I got it into my head that that's what I wanted to do. Anyway, I watched a few videos on that, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But I really yeah. got into boxing. Mm. But the, one of the ways that I trained for the boxing was shadow boxing. Okay, so instead of actually physically hitting someone, I've never actually physically hit anyone in my life. What my trainer would get me to do would be to shadow box. So I'd practice, I'd pretend. Okay, I pretend to box. So then when it came to doing the training with him, it was like, I didn't even need to think about it. It was just mm. like muscle memory. And if you look at the great sportsmen, like look at, I don't know if you've watched the, um, the documentary on Netflix about the F1 drivers and the way that they practice. I mean, it's just like, I, I don't know if you've ever been to um, Formula One um, but we go, we we go to um, we go to Monaco, the Monaco one when you're allowed to, mm. and it's just like scary, scary stuff. You know, they're going through tunnels, they're going around the hairpin bends. You know, like to, something ridiculous, like 200 miles an hour, maybe even more. Um, and it, it, and they're under high pressure, and the necks are under high pressure. It's so intense. But what they do, the way that they practice, and they showed on the Netflix thing, is that. Um, they sit like in these like these wooden cars with like a you know like toy cars and they go through it in their head they visualize they visualize and they practice so they're shadow boxing and mm. uh you know tiger woods used to talk about it all the time he would practice he would practice in his head and then he would go through the motions and and, and practice before he actually went to a match and i think that that's so important for us in life and something that we don't quite often feel is of great benefit so, you know, to practice, 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 to practice just simple, something as simple as walking into a room and feeling confident and, and you know, um, taking questions from people or, or, 
you know, if you want to go and speak on a stage, standing on a stage, taking questions, like practice, practice, practice. And I think the more that we can visualize it and the more that we can practice it, the more our brain will start to believe that that is the truth because our brains don't know the difference between reality and fantasy, right? No. No idea. It's no idea. So if you tell your brain enough times, that's why positive affirmations are so amazing. You tell yourself, you repeat to yourself that you are beautiful, you're clever, you're intelligent, you're wealthy. Enough times, your brain will actually start to think that and then what will happen is your habits will change. So we can actually practice all of this. So anything that you want to bring into fruition, I would say decide what you want to do and then do the shadow boxing and do the the do the visualization and really start to believe and show up as if it's true. Mm. You know, I want to be like um, I want to be a successful like seven figure entrepreneur. How would I show up if I was a successful seven figure entrepreneur? How would I be dressed then? Where would I be going? What kind of conversations would I be doing? What kind of events would I be going to? You know, like be that person because you're that person already. Time doesn't exist. Einstein proved that. Time is just a, we're just, we're just experiencing what we're experiencing on, on this, you know, in this 3D world. There's other D's worlds out there. <laughs> There's so many worlds that you know we are like living a different life in and um so i i'm a big i'm really am a big believer in in fantasy and imagination and visualization and shadow boxing that is a big superpower that we have i love that i think, think the idea that if we can imagine it we can make it happen and that that's it's a really interesting one i think almost like what for me, the thing is, what are, you, what are you allowed to imagine? What do you allow yourself to imagine? Mm. And actually being playful with that, you know, I, I love the, I, I really do like, I think for me, actually, there's a couple of things I've learned is, um, actually, there are lots of ways to achieve the things that we're trying to do. And when you look at the really elite performers, they start by loving what they're doing. You know, no one, no one makes it to to be an F one driver without absolutely loving that experience and that that because there are difficult bits, there are tough bits, and they're actually, but that's what carries us through, and that's what carries us through the repetitiveness of the practice, and then, like, but finding the things that you absolutely enjoy and you love just for the sake of doing them, you know, and then letting that lead your development for me is has been a a huge part of it instead of doing what I, what what really what other people thought I should be doing um <laughs> yeah. um uh, you can get fairly good at that but it's bloody hard work and it's not much fun so I think like letting yourself do what you want to do you know and explore what you want to explore and, and follow that is is a is a part of that and yeah there's a discipline element there's a staying with it when it's tough but but but, but still being connected with that joy of doing it um the other part I think for me is that is that when you've got that ambitious imagination and you want to go to a place, it's like, it's okay to do small bits. It's okay to, you don't have to get all the way there in one go. You know, if you want to start talking to people more comfortably, start talking, just like you say, shadow boxing, talk to the mirror, then talk to one other person, then talk to a small group of people, then, you know, and 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 build. You can build up till you till you feel till it feels more fun than scary. <laughs> I think that's my metric. It always will feel a little bit scary, but it's like what's more fun than scary? <laughs> that's that's how I like to. So, and what, when I've hit that threshold for a certain thing, I'm like, well, I'll go and do that then. <laughs> but until yeah. that, you don't have to push yourself to. You know, you don't have to be the, the flip side of it is like, yeah, you can be inspired by the people, but you don't have to do it exactly like them. You can do it like you, which will be different. Yeah, no, you don't need to do it exactly like other people um, at all. But I actually think it should be scary. It should be a bit scary. I definitely think it should, it be, should be terrifying. <laughs> it should be absolutely. If, 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 I mean, seriously, if you want to play a big game and create a success, within your business and life, 
then you set goals that absolutely terrify and petrify yourself. And if you listen to any like successful entrepreneur out there and listen to their life story, there will be times where they literally like were about to lose the house or they've gone bankrupt. You know, like I can't tell you the amount of entrepreneurs that I speak to that I interview, you know, and they're like, they've been a bankrupt three times. Now I'm not saying that that is the strategy, but what I'm saying is you need to be prepared to mm. take that risk and to scare yourself because that uh, because it's like how are you gonna like get your how are you gonna push yourself out your comfort zone? We grow when we're out of our comfort zone. Um, there's the um, oh I'm talking about Netflix a lot. They're not sponsoring this, by the way. Yeah. But there's another show that I've been watching, and I can't remember it's called. It's a, it's about the American designer who was really good friends with Liza Minnelli. It begins mm. with B, Bob Bartram or something like that. I can't, I can't remember. But I it was fascinating watching it because he was like mega mega successful in the end. He had this incredible like fashion house um uh, you know amazing franchises like was partying at you know all the big places in new york he hung out with all the you know um all the all the stars but actually on the journey you know so many times he was like we're like we're gonna lose all our money we're just gonna we're, like he's got it's done like they were that close so many times to just go and bust and losing all the money you know his accountant was there and there's, there's no money left and and I just see it time and time again. And like, that's why it's really scary. And that's why there's only a few people that will get to that level because they're the ones that are prepared to go there, to really go there and to and to push themselves out their comfort zone and, and get scared. And it's not comfortable and it's not nice, but that's why we do the inner work. Mm -hmm. That's why we do the work to calm our nervous system so that we don't, you know, so that we don't like completely like go into meltdown, you know, mm. when these things are happening, because entrepreneurship is like up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, and um, I, I just I just find it fascinating to listen to other people's journeys and for it to be the same trajectory. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think for me, I think we're probably talking about the same thing. I talk, I, I, I I think I, I think about it slightly differently. I think about you know when you introduce the range of possibilities, is we we kind of you know we narrow we can choose to narrow and constrict to the, the, all of the possibilities, and that keeps us safe because it keeps us from the, the the bad, the far end of the bad, but it also keeps us from the far end of the good. Mm. You know, and that that breadth. And if you do want to move towards the far end of the good, you kind of have to allow that the other stuff then is in the range of possibility you know it is possible that you might go bankrupt it is you you can and you're not going to want you don't want it and you don't you know but being being okay with that as a possibility if you're not okay with that if you can't tolerate it if you if you have to avoid it you can't be comfortable enough you can't you can't ever quiet the nervous system in that space and i think for me it is an embodied thing you know it is it is how we approach that on an embodied level so yeah i i, I very much agree and then but it is a kind of it's a practice thing mm. you've got to put yourself in the situation but but not a situation that then pushes you to overwhelm you know it yeah. can't be it has to be challenging but not overwhelming yeah, and calibrating that is the yeah. is often the challenge well that's why you hire a coach yeah yeah to stop you, like, that's why you work with us that's mm, true because we stop you going into overwhelm i mean you know this is a it's a it, it, it's very difficult to do these things on your own very mm. difficult you know we mm. need other people to to guide us through it and to you know to be able to process things through and that's why you know i that's why my clients come and work with me that's why your clients come and work with you that's why i you know pay my coaches for you know the work that they do with us it's it's mm. um it's important to to get others to to help us to support us to do that really important mm. Mm. no I, I think it's very true and, and and developing that capacity developing that um being comfortable in that space is actually an embodied thing you know and, and we can learn from other people and how they 
almost how they feel in the show. It's funny before we went before we went on the show, I was talking. Abby is much more experienced and much more comfortable in front of camera than the most people who come on the show. Um, and we were talking about like, well, a lot of my a lot of what I do is actually well, I'm comfortable here. And so it means other people who wouldn't necessarily be as comfortable can then be. And that's kind of an embodied thing and kind of a practice thing. And we kind of share that. And so, so if there's a space that you're exploring, finding someone who is already kind of comfortable there and can guide you in that space will get you there much faster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Holding a space for somebody else's growth and transformation is a magical thing. Yeah, definitely. So, um, if someone has has really resonated with this and wants to wants to find out a bit more about you and what you do, or wants to get in touch and carry on the conversation, how how could they do that? How would how, what's the best way for them to get in touch? Yeah, so the best way for them to get in touch really would be to go to my website abigailrebecca.com. Um, or if you Google Illuminated Leaders, you'll be able to find me straight away. Um, I also hang out on uh, Instagram and Facebook. My handle is at Illuminated Leaders. I'm also quite getting involved in TikTok. Have you been TikTok, Matthew? I'm like, it's one of those things that I don't get. So, like, so with technology, sometimes I'm just like, oh, that's a good idea. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't quite get it yet. And if I hang around there, I'll, I'll, I feel like I'm, I haven't found a reason to hang around there enough to get it yet. So, um, so I, I would be really interested to know what's so what, how are you, what are you doing on TikTok? <laughs> what am I doing on TikTok? So I'm doing, um, I'm not doing like TikTok challenges or anything like that. I'll just leave that for, you know, the teams. Um, but I do, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of repurposing work. I'm a big fan of, of making the most impact with the least work. That really is my philosophy for life for life um completely so um so i repurpose a lot of my work so you know i'll rec- like you're going to do with this you know we'll do the interview it's you're doing it live i'm sure that it'll be posted all over social media i'll post it as well and then your va will take little snippets and put them so these little snippets so if i do like a facebook live within my group i've got a facebook group as well illuminate from within so if you're an entrepreneurial woman watching this there's some incredible global entrepreneurial women in there you can always pop in there as well but i do a facebook live training to camera and then i'll just edit it so i'll just like edit like a 30 minute snippet and put it on um put it on tiktok or i don't know what was i doing the other day oh i know um i was uh i've put um a hammock in my tree like you know like one of those um hammock chairs so i've got we've got beautiful old oak tree in the garden so i was swinging in that and i was like kev come and do a video so i put some music on to that you know just like having fun and i i love it i love the energy of it and mm. um and you can also then turn a tiktok into a reel on instagram so again you can okay. repurpose it so that's what i'm doing so i'm also on tiktok at illuminated leaders if you want to follow me if you want to get down with the kids matthew i'll be looking out for you I'll, and, uh, I'll, 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 I'll TikTok. we shall see <laughs> I, just, I, you know, I haven't I even fully got my head around instagram yet so yeah <laughs> and i worked i've worked in technology for a lot of my career so i just don't know why i'm <laughs> i think you know as we've just been talking about i think it's important to have fun hmm. while you're doing these things and if it's a chore then probably the energy is not it's not the, you know, not the thing the for you not the not space for you yeah, yeah. So, um, so the more fun I have on social media, the more, you know, engagement and um, that I get in return and the Mm. more fun that I have. So there's the ways that you can find me. And um, I've also got a free gift that I'd love to share. It's um, an ebook. It's called Illuminate From Within. And it's more of an experience more than a book. So you can read it. You can explore. There's lots of space for you to um journal there's a lot of self-inquiry i massive fan of self-inquiry the answers lie within ourselves um and you know there's there's it's kind of like the first steps really to take for you to take if you want to be more visible um within Mm. your business so that's a a beautiful uh free ebook as well that i want to share with you 
Lovely. Thank you so much. And there, there are links to to both Abby's website and to uh, to the ebook directly in the in the show notes. So if you're uh, if you're watching on uh, on yeah anywhere there are actually show notes, then uh, then please do uh, check them out directly. I, I, I think it's a it's a lovely thing to do. And I think you know when 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 we've spoken about how important it is to experience things, um, you know, actually being able to to have something where you can can start to to work through that if this this is uh, something that that's resonated for you would be is a really good place to start rather than just you know it being another thing that you think oh, I should do that too and then don't. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm saying that from my own experience because I'm really good at saying <laughs> I should do that. I, I want to do that and then not. So. Yeah, <laughs> go go and check it out for sure. Um, brilliant. Um, thank you so much for uh, for appearing on the show. Uh, really enjoyed this conversation. I think it's a really interesting one and slightly slightly different to some of the other conversations we have on the show. So uh, uh, I'd be really interested to see how people uh, have uh, have found it. So uh, yeah, if you're watching, please do let us know. Um, share this out and um, really just ask questions of yourself, of, of us. Um, you've got the ways to get in touch. Um, leave comments and we'll be able to get back to you. Whatever it is, I'd love to love to hear from you and um, yeah, find out what, what worked for you. Uh, Recordings for the other shows are also available on the YouTube channel um, and the podcast available under, if you search Delightful Descent on whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be. Um, I hope that got you thinking. Um, and I hope it got you, you know, uh, challenging some of your own ideas and challenging some ideas uh, that are out and about there. Next episode, I'm going to be talking to Philip Asby about the assumption that I need answers. Um, and this is a really interesting one um, because it, we, it feels like a world that's kind of obsessed with answers. And I'm not sure that's always a helpful thing. Um, I think it's important to think about the questions we're asking too uh, and whether we even need answers or questions at all. <laughs> so um, so we're going to really get into that one. Uh, there's going to be a short break in the schedule though. So um, we're going to be back at 1 p.m. UK time on Wednesday, the 9th of June. So uh, we're having a, a couple of weeks break and I'm having a holiday from doing this every single week, which is nice. Um, I love doing the show, but also... It's nice to have a nice, nice thought to to not do it for a, for a couple of weeks. I'm sure I'll be much. Uh, I'll be I'll I'll be missing it. I'll be missing you, uh, everyone, um, uh, very soon. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll be back and seeing you shortly. So, I hope. Uh, yeah, that that all it really remains for me to say is yeah. Thank you very much for appearing on the sh uh, being on the show, Abby. It was great to have you on. Thank you. And uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. So, yeah, please go out there and make some delightful descent of your own. Goodbye. <laughs>